So I may have allegedly broken my toe. God damn! Oh my god, really? Yeah. That's not good. No. How? This isn't even my goddamn. <laughs> I've had a fucking rough week, man. What happened? Well, my husband and my brother, who is now living with me, uh huh, they <laughs> left the house to do whatever they were gonna do, and I was like, "All right, all by myself, I'm home alone. This is the best day ever." And then I was like, "Oh, I have to pee," so then I, I don't know, fucking ran to my bedroom. I don't know what I did. Well, you're pregnant, so and you had to pee, so yes, you ran. Yeah. <laughs> and then I took a sharp turn in my bedroom where. <laughs> my bathroom is and there has been a suitcase on the floor for oh, like fuck. i don't know when's the last time we went on a vacation oh my god fucking fourth of july so a long ass time it's been there <laughs> and i stubbed my toe so fucking hard it was my little baby pinky toe oh no and it's all swollen oh, and it looks so mad it's still bruised <laughs> <laughs> it's like a little chode yeah and i was like <sighs> and I was cussing and I was hopping around oh, and I was shit. like, this fucking sucks. And You're like, what if I would have tripped? Yeah. Motherfucker, I got a baby brewing in here. Yeah, exactly. Like I didn't fall or anything. And I actually, I was like, if I broke something, I would be crying right now. Right. Like that's my determination of whether or not I've broken a bone. Mine too, but I don't know if it's true or not. I don't think it is because I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's broken. Oh my God. And like, I didn't cry during childbirth or anything. I, like it hurt a lot, but it was like, <laughs> like, ah, oh, this sucks. You don't cry during pain. I don't think I cry during pain. Yeah. yeah. But that happened. And then I don't know if you know this about me, but my pinky toes are like my biggest fucking fear in the world to break. Oh, <laughs> actually, I didn't know that about you, but I think we share that fear. Yeah. <laughs> and they're so vulnerable. They are. They're just sitting out there on the edge. Yeah. So precariously placed. Yeah. And they're so dainty. And every person that I tell that to is like, oh, I'll just break it right now. I'll oh. take care of that for you. Ew. Why would somebody say that to fucking you? Everybody. I've the- had multiple people like say that and then they'll just like grab pliers like you want me to take care of that for you and I'm oh like, my god where are you that somebody has pliers around you when you're saying that shit <laughs> literally at work <laughs> <laughs> you work with awful people fucking psycho who would suggest I that i know he uh one person there grabbed scissors another person there grabbed pliers and Jesus. i was like you know thanks stop confessing your inner fears to these people <laughs> fucking right yeah they're like well you won't be afraid of it anymore if we just rip it off let's I'm just like, do some oh. exposure therapy right here yeah <laughs> brandon's aunt did the same thing she's like i'll just break it for you really quick what i'm the like fuck i appreciate that that is the weirdest response ever hard pass <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, i'm not interested so i text brandon and i'm like holy fucking shit like this just happened and my it, worst nightmare is coming yeah true. and you're not here like <laughs> what if you look down and it was like totally a fucking 90 degree angle to your foot i i don't know i think i would probably pass out oh my god i think i would too if <laughs> like, i saw it on you i'd be like oh nope it's bad. <laughs> what, what, someone would just find us collapsed on the floor <laughs> yeah. out of all the things we read and look at i know and that's what got us pinky toes man <laughs> Ooh, that shit gets me they're scary so then like 30 minutes later yeah same fucking thing same again? toe same place oh. same everything apparently i was like i'll never do that again not gonna move the suitcase <laughs> so i didn't learn my fucking lesson and then i did it again and i was like it's for sure broken now if it wasn't broken then how like genuinely 
rage mode pissed were you? I was pretty <laughs> fucking mad. There is nothing that makes me more angrier in life than stubbing my toe. Yeah. Literally nothing. Yeah. And imagine stubbing your toe and being like, wow, that was a doozy. Yeah. And then doing it again. <laughs> pretty sure I broke it. In the same fucking toe. Oh, that's In the same brutal. place. And everyone's like, why don't you just pick up the suitcase? I'm oh. like, the suitcase was there for like two months or a month or something before I ever fucking stub my toe on it. It's like biting your lip or something, you yeah. know? Once you bite yeah. it once you just keep biting it exactly <laughs> so now the suitcase is moved oh well i'm glad you learned your lesson after the second time <laughs> me too fool me once yeah fool me left one suitcase <laughs> fuck you <laughs> can't get fooled again <laughs> hi everyone that was erin by the way that stubbed her toe yeah yes it was <laughs> yes it was i don't feel that pain <laughs> all right well on that note what episode is this 47 Ooh, we're getting so close to 52 which means it's been a year well all right lady give me your goddamn okay my goddamn is that i'm home a lot right now right on maternity leave so i watch a lot of fucking tv yeah and i'm deep in netflix right now and i started watching this documentary called bob lazar (laughs) have you heard of it i think i've heard of it but i have no idea what it is yeah so it's kind of popular right now because the topic is Area 51. And you know how everyone's like, let's raid Area 51. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what this is about. This guy claims that he worked at Area 51 or a part of Area 51, like in the area that everybody calls Area 51 because they don't call that shit Area 51. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I said that a lot. Area 51? Yeah, that one. Wait, is that what we're talking about? Yeah, the subject matter is Area 51. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I feel like I've heard his name a lot, Bob Lazar. Yeah, yeah. He's really well known for this because he worked there and then he stopped working there. Whistleblowed? Yep, exactly. He whistleblowed. <laughs> <laughs> he whistleblowed. There's <laughs> mooses all over the yard up there. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I think it was like sometime in the late 80s, early 90s or some shit that he had come out and said, hey, I work at this place. By the way, we have like this alien technology that we're trying to reverse engineer. And you guys should know about this, that the government is covering this up. And everybody's like, fuck you. You're crazy. Right. Yeah. Well, he kind of went into hiding because like people hated him and the FBI like raided him and all this crazy shit. Oh, my God. So he's just been laying low. Well, all of a sudden, this documentary comes out, and it's, like, revitalizing his story. Mm -hmm. And I had never heard of him, but I have mentioned this before on the podcast, that I am, for some reason, like... Terrified of aliens. Terrified of aliens (laughs) and, like, UFOs and shit. Uh And I sat out on the couch one night, and Lee was already... He had already started this documentary, and he was finishing it. And I was like, oh, what's this about? And he told me, like, oh, this guy, you know, Area 51, whatever. And I was like, ooh, I'm going to have to hard pass because we're about to go to bed and I'm going to have fucking nightmares about aliens if I watch this (laughs) shit. And he's like, it's really not that bad. It's like he's just talking about the shit he saw while he was there. And I was like, he's just talking about true fucking aliens. Yeah, like a body that he found. Yeah. (laughs) And so I'm like, not that bad. Obviously, I get sucked in and I'm such a fucking gullible person that now 100% I believe that there's aliens and that this guy worked on an alien spacecraft. He literally drew out the fucking schematics and how it works. And there's like this antimatter that distorts gravity and that's how fucking alien spaceships move. (laughs) And I'm like, holy shit, we need to get a hold of some Element 115. (laughs) Like, you guys need to go watch this documentary. It's really good. But now I fucking go to sleep at night and I'm like, ugh. God damn it, an alien's gonna come and better lock my windows. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure with their awesome technology, they can get through my window. But a part of the documentary, he was like, I walked by a window and I saw these two guys in a lab coat around this like smaller looking thing. He wouldn't call it an alien or anything. Yeah. And then 
I guess they call the aliens the children because they're like small. Okay. Like the size of children or something like that or the kids or some shit like that. I don't know. But then, so he's alluding that he saw an alien, like that they were looking and working on an alien. Yeah. And then eventually he's like, I don't think it was an alien. I think it was a doll. And I'm like, motherfucker, it was a goddamn alien. Uh, I'm so convinced right now. How can you even tell that story if you in your heart believe that it's a doll? Like you wouldn't tell that story. No. Also, who has lab coats and is working on a doll? Well, he says that he thinks that maybe they had a doll in there for like size because there's like a chair. It was sitting in a chair. So maybe like a chair from the spaceship. I don't know. I don't know. Everybody listening is like, she's fucking crazy because she's talking about the shit like it's real. I believe it's real. (laughs) (laughs) He literally drew like, this is how the spaceship works. And he, and then they would ask him other questions like, okay, well, what about this section of the spaceship? And he'd be like, I wasn't authorized to go there. I was only authorized to go here. My only mission was to figure out how this spaceship flew. Yeah. That's a fucking clever way to avoid questions though. No, but I believe him. (laughs) I believe him. And then during the documentary, he gets raided by the FBI what and they're like in the middle of the woods and everything and they start to talk about this element 115 i don't want to give away too much of the documentary but they start talking about this like secret element supposedly that he doesn't claim that he has any of like that he stole any of it but everybody's like do you have any element 115 and he's like i'm not willing to talk about it oh my god so he fucking has it (laughs) (laughs) and then they're like recording him because he's gonna give a fucking tape confession or some shit to be put into a vault for when he dies i don't know what the fuck they're doing oh but they start to talk and they're like wait is your cell phone on you like let's go put your cell phone far away and then like two days later he gets raided by the fbi i'm like hmm hmm, hmm. somebody's bugged yeah somebody's a little sketchy so now well, i'm one of those I'm, documentary people is probably chatting up the fbi <gasps> we have a mole yeah but i believe that this guy has some element 115 <laughs> well i'm excited <laughs> you should watch it and he looks really smart, and I'm all about judging a book by its cover, so Ooh, true. take that and shove it true. in your pipe and smoke it. Speaking <laughs> of which, you look really smart right now with your glasses and your lanyard. Is it because of my lanyard? <laughs> yes. We should take a picture so that Karen can see that I'm sporting her fucking lanyard she sent us. Hell yeah. It looks like crime scene tape. And it's it got does. a little sharpie it says, in the crime scene. Do yeah. not enter. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it's got a little sharpie for me to take notes while Aaron tells me her murder stories. And I'll mm-hmm. be like, here's your inconsistencies. Yeah. And then you can be like, I think the best friend did it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or whoever. And then I'll just be doodling tic-tac-toe in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't listening. Oh, I'm sorry. Say that part again. <laughs> Wait. First of all, I didn't even thank Karen. Just like uh, wearing her shit. That's true. Fucking thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you are the most awesome person in the world. Also, way to sell yourself short. She's like, oh, I got these because I work at a crime scene lab. I know. Not that cool. And I'm no, like, hold, hold cool. the fuck up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fucking rewind. I don't care what you're doing in a crime scene lab. That shit is cool yeah. as fuck. She's like, oh, it's not like I get to touch like fucking DNA samples or whatever. Like yeah, blood, blood stains. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, you get to say you work at a crime scene lab. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And also you could be like, this dirt matches the other dirt or whatever it is that you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I also love that at a crime scene lab, they give out these things. Things like lanyards that say do not cross like there's no that's not considered like uh like, like bad humor yeah yeah <laughs> but she said it was like from swag and so i was like oh it's probably from like you know when you get stuff at trade shows all the time yeah yep yeah that's fun that's i want to work awesome. there I you know. guys hiring <laughs> yeah where do you live yeah let's just move yeah i'll come be your assistant oh you think she would like that 
We'd she... fuck up all of your like sterile techniques. <laughs> yeah, I was like, she wouldn't not like it at first. <laughs> What's this dirt taste like? <laughs> God damn it, Erin, are you licking the dirt again? <laughs> <laughs> I had to see if it was salty. <laughs> okay, Erin, give me your goddamn. Okay, so my actual goddamn is I was going to work the other day and I had a bagel and I had made my bagel and I put it in my lap because I was going to drive with my bagel like a really responsible adult naturally and I had half of it in my right hand as I was driving <laughs> and the other half was in my lap as if to say I will eat my later, later bagel <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it had a napkin under it because I don't want to get messy right because you're not a monster exactly and so I was just munching down on my right hand first bagel. of all what kind of bagel is this we need to know I feel like everyone's gonna judge me yep <laughs> god damn it <laughs> It was cinnamon raisin. I love cinnamon raisin. I won't even judge you for do that. Do you? Yeah, I do. Everybody that I tell it to is like, that's fucking disgusting. Are you a thousand? Yeah. <laughs> even Brandon is like, those are so gross. Ugh, they're so good. Well, I had this bagel in my mouth. Yes. And I was getting down on it. And that was my right hand bagel. She's bagel. literally miming this out as she goes. Because it's important okay. for you to know. Okay, I'm watching. <laughs> and then I took a bite and I was like nom 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 and then for some reason I looked down at my lap bagel <laughs> uh -huh. I don't know why are you still there <laughs> call it a sixth maybe even a seventh sense <laughs> and there was a motherfucking spider on it <laughs> a huge one and I am Stop. fucking terrified of spiders how did a spider get on your bagel I have no idea <gasps> I have if you already ate the spider eggs on your other bagel <laughs> okay listen so this I was at a red light at this point in the story. Oh my God. And I was God. like, what the fuck do I do? You get and it so off your fucking lap. With and my you left hand, car. I like wrapped up the napkin uh -huh. and like tried to smush the spider because <gasps> it was on top of the bagel. Yeah. So I wrapped up the na the napkin around the bagel and I tried to smush it as best I could. And then I had to like lunge over with my left hand to put it in the passenger seat. <laughs> so for all of you um, English people, <laughs> passenger seat is on the right hand side of the car <laughs> in ours. So it was an awkward maneuver, right? Uh -huh, uh -huh. Right hand still has the bagel. Yeah. So I like couldn't throw it out the window or anything because like how am I going to open the window? Yeah, you're busy. You've got both hands occupied. Too many things. Yeah. Okay. So then the light turned green and I was like, whoa, hope I crushed that bagel or that spider. that spider or at least like got him stuck to cream cheese <laughs> and like he's there now right and so I oh was still eating my right hand bagel oh my god because I'm scared I was, for where this is going I was like there's no way that this one had the spider on it like the spider had to have come from my car and Are like climbed sure? up my lap no I'm not sure <laughs> but you're willing to risk it because the bagel is that good yeah it was really good and I was so hungry and I had eaten like literally a fucking quarter of it okay you've committed yeah and okay. now i'm on the freeway yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and i keep glancing over at my passenger bagel now <laughs> like yo is there a spider climbing out of that yeah. shit for revenge motherfucker fucking scooby-dooed his way up out no. of there like for everyone i'm crawling with my hand she makes a really good spider hand spider. yeah it's terrifying it's in my nightmares oh my god for reference it was probably maybe the size of like a quarter that's far too large <laughs> which for me is way too fucking large yeah. and so it climbs out climbs up to the top of the, the napkin and i was like holy fucking shit this is clearly like a jumping spider and he's gonna come oh, out no <laughs> yeah no. and he's gonna come out and like fucking jump onto my shoulder and so no. i'm screaming in my car <laughs> this whole time and by I, yourself yeah and i still have my right hand bagel oh no <laughs> and so then every time i took a bite of the bagel it moved the spider moved and i was like <laughs> it's like inching close yeah and i was like she's occupied i figured i was eating his 
friends <laughs> or his babies. I don't know. So I chucked that bagel out the window. Because <laughs> I was like, I'm not risking this. This is sound theory. <laughs> so now, right-hand bagel is out the window. Hands-free yes. on the freeway. I keep glancing over to see, make sure that spider friend here is hanging Aware out. Aware that you're no longer eating the bagel. Yeah, yeah. And like not moving, okay? Yeah, yeah. So there's this one part on my drive where there's always a cop with a radar gun. Mm-hmm. And I was like, is it? legal (laughs) for me to stop there and be like this is an emergency (laughs) i need help getting because i didn't have a plan oh my god like you need to get the bagel out of the car and you were gonna ask a cop to help (laughs) i was gonna ask a cop to get this bagel out of my car because it has a fucking giant ass spider on it i was dead serious i was gonna let him have it if he wanted it oh my god (laughs) but i was so because i didn't i didn't know what to do like i don't have anything in my car i just cleaned out my car so i didn't have a thing to like smash it with get rid of it with yeah Yeah, or like a napkin just open the door and kick it out really fast well i didn't want to litter well i mean wait till you get to work and then do it yeah i don't know listen it just I was wasn't happening you were on panicking. the freeway you and were panicking you and saw an opportunity yeah and I, I was like i'm gonna stop there if this guy's here fucking wasn't there must have been his day off it's i don't know probably for the better i'd be bailing you out of jail right now because they'd be like this nutso over here i feel like it would have been safer for me to not be driving with a spider on my passenger seat <laughs> and that's an emergency like you're allowed to stop for emergencies (laughs) i had myself convinced it was gonna stop oh my god but he wasn't there so Uh then i kept going and then fucking spider dude was (gasps) like all right i'm done with this napkin i've threatened it enough and he started climbing down onto my passenger seat oh no and i was like well now he's gonna get lost forever like i don't know what to do now he lives in your car oh no i have (laughs) this bad boy my water jug here (laughs) and it's metal and i was like all right i'm gonna get it and so i had to like fucking hype myself up like okay 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 and i like "Ah!" i smashed it and like rubbed it around so there was like a giant smear of like spider guts oh you got him though oh i I got the fuck out of him. What if he would have skittered away? Oh, no. I made sure that I, like, had him and then kept it on there until, like, mushed it around in, like, a circle (laughs) pattern. Like, grinded his bones. Yeah, (laughs) ground his bones to make my fucking seat cushion thing (laughs) decorative. I don't know. But he did. Oh, good. I'm glad you survived that one. (laughs) I am, too. And then I told one of the guys at work about it when I got to work and he laughed at me and then he helped me bring stuff to my car later and I was like hey do you want a half a bagel (laughs) (laughs) he declined but he did take it out of my car for me and wipe up the spider guts oh that's so nice of him I thought so too I was like was it your assistant because that's a true assistant right there dedication fucking gross nightmares all right lady let's get this show on the road okay okay all right are you ready I'm so ready for my FBI area 51 bugged story yeah let me get my popcorn out literally get your fucking popcorn (laughs) out i am side note this breezy comes over (laughs) and she's super pregnant and i have every junk food in my house because i was recently pregnant (laughs) (laughs) and she walked into my kitchen and it was like (laughs) but like in good ways Mm -hmm. it's like a fucking pregnant lady's wet dream in your pantry everywhere you looked you were like oh my god i want that oh my god i want that oh my god pop that popcorn So she is literally eating popcorn while I tell my exciting story. I am. Okay, so my story is about Rhonda Kay. Oh, it- Rhonda Kay? <laughs> Rhonda Kay. Oh, okay. It's a girl. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm with you. I'm oh, picking up I see what you did there with Decay, though. Yeah, all yeah. Right, it took me a minute. Mm-hmm. In 1992, Rhonda Kay, who was 30, she lived with her husband, Nicholas Kay, who was 35 and is Rhonda's husband. They live in Newbury, Berkshire, in England. 
for Berkshire. Berkshire. You're going to get yelled at by B. Actually, the article that I got this from said Berks, Newberry Berks. And I was like, Berks isn't a place. No. And then I Googled it and it was like Berkshire. Oh, maybe. So I you guess know, now the more that you say it, I don't know if it's actually Berkshire or if it's Berkshire. Like, I, I, you know how they mumble words sometimes? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So anyway, Newbury, England. How about that? <laughs> I love it. Rhonda and Nicholas had married four years prior in 1988. Mm-hmm. And Rhonda had fallen pregnant with a child who was <gasps> a son. All right. <laughs> Gasp. Yeah. She fell pregnant. <laughs> the couple were making ends meet by running a baby supply shop. Oh. Out of their home. That's a good thing to have if you're pregnant. I know, right? Look, I got all this shit already. Yeah. And they also supplemented their income by having lodgers rent out a room in their home. All right. So they're like the modern Etsy slash Airbnb. Exactly. But in 92. They were ahead of their time. Yeah, they were. Yeah. So Nicholas at one point begins having an affair with one of the lodgers. What a fucking asshole. That's not a good Airbnb trade. No. Well, maybe it is. I mean, maybe. Yeah, if you're well, into that service sort of thing. on the side. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have some fresh D with my dinner? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, so anyway, he's having an affair and Rhonda finds out. Mm-hmm. The... Also, his D probably isn't fresh. No. It's been used. It's been used. Do you think it matters? I don't know. <laughs> Just wash it. It's like new. <laughs> Just wash your meat in the sink, gentlemen. <laughs> Freshen up. All right, so she found out. Okay, so she finds out. Good. But she stays with him. Oh. And they end up working through the whole affair thing. And Did the lodger stay? No, the lodger left, which All is right. probably healthy for a relationship. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> but what's not healthy is Rhonda would, like, never let him live it down. She never really, truly forgave him. Yeah. And she would always bring it up. I'm sure in arguments. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. yeah. Just like how you fucked that lady. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she would bring it up often, even when other people were around. So it was Ooh. like those awkward couple fights where you're like, those are the best. <laughs> they are. <laughs> Forgot the jelly, you twat. <laughs> Ooh, good word, twat. <laughs> so then on November 5th of 92, Rhonda and Nicholas, they get into a heated argument. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Probably over this lodger or whatever. It doesn't sound like they had a very healthy relationship. No. So they're pissed at each other and Rhonda gets super angry and storms out of the house. All right. Then in the middle of the night, Rhonda comes back home and what does she find? Another lodger? She does. (gasps) Nicholas is in bed with the second lodger. What a fucking asshole. And this lodger, he is a dick. This lodger was a woman by the name of Karen Scott. All right. So Rhonda is like, fuck you and goes ballistic. Yeah. And she starts hitting Nicholas and Uh-oh. Karen, and she screams for Karen to get out of the house, right? Yeah. Get the fuck out. That's a reasonable reaction. Yep. Yep. So she's going crazy doing all that shit. She calls her sister right away, and she was hysterical, but her sister was able to, like, calm her down, and Rhonda had mentioned, like, I'm going to go talk to a solicitor, which, fun fact, a, a solicitor lawyer. in England is a legal, legal practitioner. Yep. To talk about ending the marriage, right? Like, I'm going to call somebody and we're getting a fucking divorce. Yeah. I'm over this guy and his wandering D. Yeah. (laughs) Keep your D in your pants. Yeah. So the following day, she had an appointment with that solicitor and she kept it and she went through and like, you know, met with a lady and figured out what she had to do. Yeah. I don't know why I'm assuming it's a lady. Could have been a man. Could have been. She later calls her sister to tell her about the meeting. Mm Mm-hmm. And that she planned to confront Nicholas and, quote unquote, have it out with him and ask him to leave. Not a great idea. No. That's how you die. Yeah. Well, 
Yeah. Spoiler alert. I think you're uh, headed in the right direction. Yeah. So that was yeah. the last time that anyone had ever heard from Rhonda again. God damn it. See? Here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. If you're going to leave, just fucking leave. Yep. But don't go have it out with them. You no. don't need final words. No. You can have final words like 10 years down the line when you're fucking balling and living your high life. And yeah. then they're, I don't know, homeless. Yeah. <laughs> That's your hope. That's your living, last word. Living their low life. <laughs> yeah. And they're an asshole and they're married to another bitch or something. Exactly. Okay, so Rhonda goes missing. Nicholas says that she left in the in the morning and she never came home. And she left her car and her clothes all behind and her bank accounts go untouched and so investigators become suspicious that she might have met foul play, right? Like Yeah. Mm, so you guys had a big argument yep. and then slept in the same house and then she just left in the morning? Yeah. With nothing? With nothing? She didn't take her car or anything? No, just left. And he's you like, didn't oh. think that was weird? He w- He's like, not that weird. I mean, he's like, I want to know where she is. But like, she just left. No big deal. She yeah. just went for a walk. Yeah. She just never came back. Went and got cigarettes. Mm-hmm. So right. investigators are like, fuck, man. She's probably dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they start searching the canals behind her home. Ooh, creepy. Yep. As well as the house and the surrounding area and everything to like try to find remains or some sort of sign or some sort of, you know. Clues. Yes, exactly. Looking for blues clues. Yeah. Okay. So they look and they find nothing. Police start to suspect that she either hurt herself or she was hurt by someone else. So maybe she committed suicide. And when Nicholas was questioned as to what he thinks happened to her, he's like, oh, she had a father who lived in America, so I bet she ran away to America. With nothing. With nothing. Not even her car to the airport and, like, leave you with the fucking parking lot bills. Right. And also, you have a kid here, and you're just going to leave your kid behind and not say anything and just go to fucking America? Sure. Yeah. Right? You seem to have a lot of answers, Nicholas. Yeah, Nicholas. Also, <laughs> with bank accounts untouched. Yeah. You, how you are you need, doing that? How fucking expensive is that flight? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but she didn't take any money or anything, so. Hmm. So your theory is full of holes. Yeah. Nic- Nicholas. So what ends up happening is that the police hold a press conference in hopes of getting some new leads or something. And they get Rhonda's sister and Nicholas to speak on Rhonda's behalf. And this okay. is all recorded. Oh, geez. And so Nicholas goes on to plea that if anyone has any info to step forward because he just wants to tell his children what happened to their mother. And he wants to be able to tell them that everything's okay and that she just ran off, right? This is what he's all saying. I'm paraphrasing here. Uh Uh-huh. He mentions in the press conference that they were separating. They both knew that they were separating. They're all aware of that. But like I said, he just wants to know that she's safe. For his children. Yes, for his Won't children. somebody think of the children? For the children. <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas kept maintaining that he thought that she would be walking back through the door like any day, any second she's going to come right back in. She's not hurt. She's not harmed. She's not dead. She wouldn't hurt herself. Yeah. She's just taking a little break. Yeah. She's going to come home, guys. Just mm-hmm. wait and see. Mm-hmm. The police obviously find Nicholas to be super fucking suspicious. Yeah. So in the briefing with the press before this press conference that was videotaped, when the press people asked like what kind of questions are off limits the police basically said like you can ask nicholas anything you want just go for it like whatever questions you have go for it usually they're like don't ask those kind of questions those are pretty intense like this is a grieving family yeah be respectful yeah but the police were like let them have it (gasps) all right i like this i know so a journalist straight up asks nicholas if he killed Rhonda, like, did you kill your wife? Yeah. And he pauses and he takes a long time to reply. And quite stoically, he says, what do you think? I think yes. <laughs> I wish somebody would have said that. <laughs> the journalist like takes a second and then he's like, please just answer the question. And so Nicholas says, 
no, I did not kill my wife. But, like, super sassy. Yeah. And so Rhonda's sister is literally sitting right next to Nicholas oh when this God. is happening. And she's already like, fuck you, dude, right? Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure you did I already don't something. like you because you're divorcing with my sister and exactly. I'm bred and you to cheated hate you. on her twice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. As soon as she heard his answer, she was like, oh, that's some bullshit. Like, I'm fucking in on you, buddy, right? Yeah. And she's sitting right next to him. And I think she keeps her composure pretty well. But, like, knowing that and watching her face, you're like, oh, girl. Ooh, girl, oh my kill him. God. Him. How fucking, ugh, like, yeah. enraging would that be? So enraging. And they, like, interview her and stuff, and she's like, oh, I, I just knew it. I knew he had something to do with it. Mm-hmm. And she's also, like, pissed because of the way. He's, like, so emotionless and, like, insincere in his answer. Yeah. So she's just like. Well, what mm. a fucking dick thing to say. What do you think? Right? Like, I mean, you have to be prepared for somebody to ask you that question. Yeah, as the spouse of a possibly deceased missing person exactly and if you genuinely didn't do it and somebody asked you that your reaction would be totally different not to say there's a right or wrong way to answer that question but he answered it wrong yeah no (laughs) but his was pretty wrong usually i would do like a (gasps) me (laughs) i'm gonna practice it take your glasses off and shine them (laughs) yeah it couldn't possibly be me like i was saying people like a lot more people because this is like public right it Mm -hmm. was aired on the news and shit they start to think it was him also because of his lack of distress in his face and how stoic he was and everyone yeah so everyone's like "Mm, you did it nicholas (laughs) and by the way we got no further information from doing that press conference like no leads came forward or anything so you're our main suspect exactly all right So the police start to look at Nicholas a little closer and they discover that Karen Scott, the lodger, lady, lover, person. Yeah. She had moved in with Nicholas. Uh. And in fact, she had moved back into the house two days after Rhonda went missing. Nope. Bad idea. Yeah. Also, you expect your wife to come back? Yeah. The person that you were cheating with, though, is cool to move in? Yeah. Like, no, no, you don't expect her to come back. No, no. Even though you guys talked about separating and everything, it's still just, like, a respectful thing to do with your child living in your home, right? Yeah, and it's still, like, their shared home. Yeah, Even if you're separating, fucking either sell that shit or figure it out, but it's still their shared home. Exactly. So, the police also find that all of Rhonda's possessions had been sold or burned. (gasps) Uh, what you burning over there, Nicholas? What the fuck? Yeah, right? Also, that's not someone who's going to come home. No, you're not expecting her to come home at all. No. Because Nicholas is a dick with a wondering D. Yeah. (laughs) Nick. Get out of here, Nick and Karen. And Karen. Fucking Karen. Fucking Karen. Not not our Karen. No, our Karen's cool. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So Nicholas and Karen, they eventually get married and Rhonda's investigation goes cold. Oh my God. And First of all, uh, how secure would you be as this Karen person to be like, oh, it's fine. Everything's wife's great. just missing. I'm not worried that his wife went missing mysteriously. Yeah, right when they were getting separated and mm-hmm. literally fucking after he Fuck she caught. Me. Yeah. 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 Ugh, no. Yeah. I'm like, that's how you get murdered. Yeah, she's not very bright. No. So for seven years, oh my nothing God. new about the case comes out. Oh, my God. This poor child. I know so fucked up yeah then in autumn of 1999 a detective reviewed Rhonda's case and he was like this i'm gonna solve this case like if it's the last thing i do my career's coming to an end like he's gonna retire not that like you know all dramatic he's nothing he didn't get in trouble for anything but he's <laughs> like this is gonna be the last case i solve yeah and he's making it his mission right awesome and he like talks to Rhonda's family and everything and is like listen 
I'm gonna blow this shit wide open. Ooh, I and like it. Like, get it, detective. Yeah. So of course Nicholas is still the primary suspect. I mean, obviously because he had the motive and the opportunity. Mm-hmm. But there was zero forensic evidence in the case to implicate him. Well, he burned all the fucking evidence, right? Here's the thing I don't get: is like if they searched his house, how did they not find anything? Yeah, right. Maybe it wasn't done at the house. Maybe I don't know. So the detective decided to try to get him to confess. Ooh, after all these years? Risky move, detective. Yeah, the detective's just like, I got this. Yeah, don't you (laughs) guys watch. I can get him to tell me some things. Stand back. I'm just going to beat the level. (laughs) (laughs) Give me the remote. Yeah. Or the controller, not the remote. Okay, so in 99, the police were granted this power to bug a private residence if there was no other way of obtaining evidence. Ooh. So. Uh, all right. That seems fucking illegal, but I'll allow it. Yeah, I don't know if it's still (laughs) legal, but in 99 or early 2000s, they were like, you know what, listen. Yeah, if nothing else is working, sure. Just invade their private residence. (laughs) See what happens. Invade their privacy and all that. So this detective was like, hey, I have an idea. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get him to confess by bugging his house and seeing if they talk about it, right? Yeah. So while Nicholas and Karen were on vacation, the Popo 5 roll in and they (laughs) bug the house. Uh Uh-huh. And they put microphones in the kitchen, the bathroom, and the bedroom. Ooh, okay. The bathroom. Interesting, huh? Sometimes when you're just taking a mean shit, you're like, (laughs) if only I hadn't killed that person. (laughs) (laughs) Karen, get in here. I need to talk about how I murdered my first wife. Yeah. You might could like consider it karma. Yeah. <laughs> you have painful shits because you killed a person. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be really good karma. The old bubble guts. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Not the bubble guts. Yeah. Okay. So the cops then, they're like, all right, they're not going to just naturally start talking about this fucking seven years later, right? Yeah. So we have to coax them to start talking about Rhonda's oh disappearance. Are they going to start sending them, like, letters in the mail? Like, I know what you did Last seven summer. years ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have Rhonda's sister call Nicholas and tell him that the police had recently found remains <gasps> and that there was DNA on the remains. <gasps> and she ended the phone call with, I hope they get you this time, you bastard. Ooh. Ooh good, right? Yeah. They didn't find any of this shit, so they were yeah. lying. <laughs> what if he was like, how'd you find remains? She's in my basement. Like, <laughs> right. I know that's a lie because I did this or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it was a risky move. It is pretty risky. But it paid off because the call was a catalyst. And it got Nicholas and Karen to start talking about Rhonda in the home. Oh, my God. Was Karen in on this? So after the call ended, the listening devices picked up Nicholas and Karen having a very agitated conversation. Okay. And Nicholas is heard talking about a body in a lake near Sirencester. Ooh. At, which is a place for all of us Americans. A place somewhere <laughs> in fucking England. <laughs> and he was, like, talking to Karen about, like, if the body would even have forensic evidence anymore. Yeah, in seven years. Yeah, in seven years. Does it just disappear? But it's in water, right? Yeah. That's what he's talking about. So Karen says, and I quote, is it possible? Don't give me any bullshit. Meaning like, is it possible that they actually found her and that there's evidence and all this shit, right? Oh my God. And so Nicholas says, only if they got divers down or something. It's been a long time. (gasps) Dun, 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 dun. Oh, my God. Nicholas is also heard talking about a plastic bag. Uh Uh-huh. And says, it would be too small, and it was in bits. What? He fucking, like, chopped her up. And then he said, once the tendons have rotted, it will separate and disperse. 
this isn't a normal conversation no and also how the fuck do you know that yeah (laughs) or what gave you that idea weirdo yeah (laughs) so karen then says i don't think you're telling me the truth i don't think you used gloves I mean, obviously, this is, like, bits and pieces of their conversation. It's not, like, word for word. Yeah. But, like, basically, Karen's like, motherfucker, there better not be forensic evidence on that shit. And he's like, I mean, how could there be? It's been a water forever, and I put her in bags, and she would have rotted away and everything. And the only way they could find her is if they had divers. And then Karen's like, fuck you. You didn't use gloves, did you? Oh, my God. So. First of all, Karen, get (laughs) out. Like, what? So she was in on it. Yeah. I think. Or at least knew about it. Yeah. Like she was okay with it. She, yeah. She at least knew about it. Yeah. She's not like, uh, I'm sorry. What, Nicholas? <laughs> What's that? You mean your wife didn't actually just disappear? Walk away. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. So Karen then begins to coach Nicholas on how to respond to the police when they come around. So she pep talks him and reminds him to not look guilty Ugh. and to look like he doesn't give a shit. Like, what? she's saying shit like, don't forget you're innocent. So, like, look like you don't give a shit and, like, it's not going to, like, blow your world apart, right? That they like, found anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just don't look guilty. Oh, my God. She also says, quote, I've just got this awful feeling the bubble is about to bust. Yeah, it Karen, is. I think you're right. You're busting it right now, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then she said, if anything happens to you, I would wait for you. Ew. How fucking romantic, right? Yeah. So after hearing all this shit, the police are like, yo, Nicholas, come with us. Yeah. (laughs) And they question him. And when confronted about the taped conversation, Nicholas is like, oh. We were talking about my pet dog. Oh, that. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, well, see what happened was. (laughs) When Rhonda's sister called us, he was so shocked by the news that Karen, his new wife, had suggested that it was possible that the home was bugged. And so they just staged the conversation as a joke. Right. Oh, my God. That's so shocking. I bet the house is bugged. Let's just stage this conversation. Let's just pretend that we actually murdered someone so that we get implicated. Wouldn't that be so funny? What? What an idiot. What a, like, the worst fucking excuse ever. Yeah. But then again, this is the same man. We knew you were listening. Yeah. This is the same man who, like, on fucking national TV was like, what yeah. do you think when asked if he murdered her? Ugh. What what a dum-dum. <laughs> what a dum-dum with a wandering D. Yeah. Oh, stupid wandering D. Oh, God. So even though there was no body and no forensic evidence and no witness, yep. Nicholas was brought to trial for the murder of his former wife, <gasps> Rhonda. Good. Okay. So the prosecution had to rely totally on that taped conversation. Oh, my gosh. And, of course, Nicholas, like, denied ever killing his wife, but the jury returned a guilty verdict, not for murder, but for manslaughter. Okay. Which is, like, super controversial because manslaughter suggests that Nicholas killed Rhonda, like, had killed her, and admits to it, but that he didn't intentionally kill her. So that's the difference between the murder and the manslaughter, right? Yeah. But Nick always maintained that he didn't know what happened to his wife. So how was the jury able to discern if he had killed her on purpose or not, right? Yeah. Like, they never even brought into argument, like, okay, listen, I killed her, but it was in self-defense or anything. Like, none of that was ever brought to the jury. It was just... So the jury is just kind of giving him a pass with manslaughter? I guess. And so I had read somewhere, it was something like in the law, if you can't totally 
prove that she was murdered or that it was murdered or something, you have to give the jury another option. And so even though they didn't plead the case of manslaughter whatsoever, they maintained his innocence all throughout it. Didn't yeah. even give them an explanation as to what had happened. Just said, because there's no body, right? Yeah. So they're like, I, I didn't fucking kill her. Yeah. Who even knows if she's dead, right? Yeah. Although I feel like they should fucking drag the lake or whatever. Like... Oh, yeah. Well, they did. I didn't write that down, did I? They did. They, like, searched everywhere and didn't find her. They oh go my gosh. They, they searched where he said yeah. that her body was, but they didn't find anything. I mean, it's been seven years. Yeah, yeah. She could have been. And she was in bits, supposedly. Ugh. In bags. Anyway, for some reason, the jury came back with manslaughter. And because of this lesser charge, Nicholas was only sentenced to six years in prison. <gasps> what? Yep, that's less time than he's been free. I know, exactly. And so, obviously, based off of his conversation that was recorded, it's speculated that Nicholas had killed and dismembered Rhonda and then disposed of her remains in some body of fucking water. Oh, my God. Is and he still with Karen? Did she wait for him? Oh, I'm sure she did. What a bitch. Oh, I'm fucking... I'm so sure she did. But, <sighs> anyway, I wanted to share with you that there is this documentary called Crocodile Tears. Ooh! And it's about people who have committed a murder and they're like recorded basically saying they didn't do it or like pleading for the public's help and shit when really they are the ones who committed the murder and so that's what sucked me into this was because you could go watch this guy's the interview where he's like what do you think yeah oh my god i want to see that yeah and i thought it was interesting that they bugged him and that's how they got him even though we don't yeah i know it's so sad though because we don't really know what happened to her yeah other than she's dead yeah like he admitted to it and it doesn't sound like it was pretty but now i'm like go through the house and luminol it there had to be blood if she was dismembered yeah but seven years later i'm sure it lasts i have no idea he was like re-bleaching the walls hey karen does it last (laughs) (laughs) hey lab tech yeah (laughs) tell us about luminol (laughs) tell us about luminol will that shit just hang around i mean like testing it yeah like does blood blood stay if someone's murdered in a house like could you go through a house that you're about to buy and be like, make a turn no one was ever murdered here? Yeah, spray it down in luminol and give me a black light. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. I know, God right? damn. Right? Hmm. Whoa. Okay, Erin, give me your murder story. I will. <laughs> so, my story was actually recommended by a listener. Ooh, yay! Yeah, from our brand new Facebook group. Yes. Yep, this Damn, from, girl. I know. It's from Ashton Lawrence. All right. So, thanks, dude. <laughs> we appreciate you. Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> so, it takes place in October of 2018. Ooh, shit, it's like last year, not yeah. even a year ago. Yeah. Okay, creep me out. I'm ready. All right. This girl's name is Lauren McCluskey. Okay. Lauren was a track star, and in high school, she was the Washington State champion in the high jump. And Ooh. also in high school, she held the record for the 100-meter hurdles. Oh, shit. So, like, this bitch got it going on, right? For the record. Yep. Erin used to be in track. That's and field. true. And field. <laughs> I also did field. And she <laughs> was a star pole vaulter. <laughs> such a star. <laughs> uh, uh, it's true. I did it. And I, I was in sprints and pole vault. And you were. Yeah, I did the 100 meter, not the hurdles. Well, I did the hurdles a couple times. I'm Girl. short, though, so I didn't last. So this could have been you. Could have been. Thank God it's not. <laughs> Well, she was, like, way better than me because she got a scholarship to the University of Utah for track and field. (laughs) Both of them. (laughs) So then she competed in college as a pentathlete, 
<gasps> Whoa, five of them? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Good job. Thanks. But she was starting to specialize in jumps. So a side note, in case <laughs> you don't know this. I probably don't. According to Google, a pentathlon consists of the 60-meter hurdles, high jump, shot put, long jump and the 800 meter run Ugh, those all sound so hard yeah i can't do the high jump the shot put or the long jump (laughs) (laughs) so i could not do this (laughs) but also according to google the olympic pentathlon consists of fencing ooh, freestyle 200 meter swimming freestyle Mm -hmm. equestrian show jumping oh shit 15 jumps this part (laughs) (laughs) And a final combined event of pistol shooting and cross-country running two miles. How do they combine those events? Uh, I've actually watched it. They run, like, oh, I'm running, and they have a gun on their back. (gasps) It's like a rifle, and they're just running, 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 and then they get to a certain point, and they have to, like, get down or whatever and then shoot this target, like, three times in the bullseye or something before they can get up and run again. But every time they miss, I think, then they have to, like, do another 100 yards or something crazy like that. That's my nightmare. Yeah, Except yeah. for the shooting the gun part sounds fun. Yeah, except for the running part. That yeah, I would miss so much. Yeah, and the swimming part also sounds like it sucks. Uh, all of it sounds like it sucks. <laughs> um, I could fence, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would be faking and saying, on guard, the whole time. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> and they'd be like, stop. <laughs> but I don't think that she was competing in that type of a pentathlon. No, probably not. <laughs> I mean, it would be very entertaining to watch. Yeah, absolutely. So, she also ranks... 10th all-time in the pentathlon. So she was really fucking good, I guess, right? Yes. And she was a senior at the University of Utah and had a 3.75 GPA. Okay. So she's fucking... Nailing it. Rocking this whole student-athlete thing. Yeah, yeah. She's got the shit down. all-around awesome student and athlete, (laughs) one might say. Uh Uh-huh. And she was loved by everyone, according to her mother. This is the way to get murdered, is to be loved by everyone. Yeah, and to be really good at a lot of things. Yeah. (laughs) Five of them, to be exact. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm not good at six things. (laughs) No, no. I'm only good at four things, so. Son of a bitch. Yeah, keep it that way. You won't get murdered. Sound advice. (laughs) She ended up dating a man named Melvin Rowland. Okay. They met on September 2nd at a bar where he was working as a bouncer. Mm -hmm. And he was attending a local community college and taking classes in computer science. Okay. And I guess her mom was like, whoa, this guy isn't really Lauren's type. <laughs> whoa, you're way too good for him, Lauren. Yeah, basically. Okay. But she didn't want to interfere because her and Lauren had a great relationship and she didn't want to be the, like, helicopter mom. Right? Yeah. You're like, I'm like the cool mom. Yeah. <laughs> Not like those other moms. <laughs> exactly. Plus, if you're like, I hate them, then they're going to stay together for fucking ever. The mom ended up being right. Yes. And their relationship only lasted about a month. Good. Before the relationship ended, though, Lauren's friends contacted housing officials and said that Melvin was controlling and talking about guns. A housing official? Oh, like in their the dorms. dorm? Okay. Yeah. I was like, uh, your landlord's not going to give a fuck about that. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Some of the things says apartments. Yeah. Like, in some of the articles, they were talking about her apartment, but I think that either she lived in apartments, like, on campus yeah. or something like that, because they, I mean, had housing officials. Yeah. Got it. So, he was allegedly trying to control what she was allowed to wear and who she could hang out with. Oh, Lord. You got to get rid of this guy, Lauren. Yeah. Fucking red flag, ladies. Yeah. Seriously. But... Apparently, this report never made it to police because of, quote, technical problems submitting it. Ugh. 
And there's another way to get murdered. Just yeah. file a police report, but it not actually ever get filed. Yeah. Yeah. Along with the technical problems submitting it, there uh-huh. were also concerns about overstepping into Lauren's private life. All right. Like the But it's a police report. <laughs> right? But I don't know, like the housing officials were like, maybe that's how she wants to be treated. Oh, yeah, I, I guess know. you got to be like, hey, Lauren, you want to file this? Yeah, like, do you want this or do your friends just want this, yeah. right? So then Lauren's friends, who are apparently like fucking Scooby-Doing the shit out of this guy. They're really good friends. Super good friends. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They start trying to like find out more on this guy. Uh-huh. And they find out that he had a criminal history. <gasps> Get out of here. Yeah. And so they tell Lauren about it. Yeah. Hey, Lauren, guess what? This guy has a criminal history. <laughs> oh, we Googled him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which <laughs> I would fucking Google anyone that you dated. Yes. So, turns out, he was convicted in 2004 of, quote, enticing a minor and attempted forcible sexual abuse. Holy shit. Hold up. 2004? Yeah. That's, like, forever. Fucking, let me do some math. 12 years prior. How old is this guy? Well, I'll tell you. Okay. So, that is a felony in and of itself. (laughs) Yes. The enticing a minor and all that kind of shit. Good. I guess it's, like, a double felony. felony. Good. Yeah. Should be. And he had a history of manipulating women, and his targets were teenage girls and vulnerable women. Oh, my gosh. Like most predators, right? What a weirdo. Yeah. This guy was a fucking sex offender. Yeah. Not a good guy to have around. No. So she show up on, like, my watchdog or my neighborhood watch or whatever. What's the... It's not Angie's list. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what I was trying to think of. What's the... Megan's law. Megan's list. Oh, Yeah. Um, <laughs> Angie's list. It's not Angie's list. Oh, he'll, he'll repair your deck. <laughs> <laughs> we both went to the same place. Yep. He just might murder you and poke you with his D. <laughs> exactly. He'll put holes all up in your intestines. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> is that where the story is going? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I was Yuck. just thinking of where D's go. Okay. So, she broke up with him. Good. Which is a reasonable fucking reaction to yes. learning that your boyfriend is a sex offender. And when he's controlling and shit. Yeah. Wait, you never told me how old he is. Oh, and also. Yeah. He lied about his age. Oh, God. He was 37. <gasps> and she was 21. And how old did she think he was? I don't know. 20 something? But I'm I believe sure. that she thought, yeah, <gasps> he was like a college student Dude age. was almost 40. Dude was almost 40. Oh, shit. Ew. Yeah. Ew. So that means he was like 20-something when he did all that shit with the minor. Yeah. <gasps> yeah, exactly. What a sicko. Exactly. Oh, my God. You know, I was thinking like, oh, if he had just turned 18 and he was with like a 17-year-old or, yeah, some, yeah. or a 16-year-old or whatever the fucking age of consent is. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, but my point was I was thinking, oh, okay, maybe he's just misunderstood. Yeah. No, he's not. No, he wasn't. He yeah. was a fucking predator. Okay. So also he lied about his name. Oh, good. His name wasn't Melbourne or whatever. Melvin. Melvin. What a horrible name to pick. I know, right? Sorry if there's any Melvins out there. (laughs) It's just it's not like a sexy name. Right. Well, Melvin was his real name. I'm not sure what he said that his name was. Maybe like Mel. (laughs) Oh, see, that's a sexy name. Yeah. Is is Mel Gibson's name Melvin? Is his real name Melvin? (laughs) I don't know. (gasps) I never thought about that. I was just like, he's super cool. Yeah. Like Ace Mel. Mel. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I feel like this is a this requires a Google. Yeah. We'll Google it later. Someone will tell us. Yeah. Fucking Melvin. He's gotta be a wizard. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Got so it. I'm not sure what he said his name was, but okay. it wasn't Melvin, apparently. Alrighty. Side note, great fucking friends. 
Also, yeah. how'd you figure that shit out? Uh, they were on it. Yeah. That's a really great friend. Well, super he must have been it. super creepy. Oh, yeah. Like, they really didn't like him. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't just like, oh, he's annoying and she's hanging out with him all the time. It's like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Like, oh, no, no. This isn't right. Yeah. Yeah. Don't dip your vag in crazy. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Well, because, you know, the other way. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you did like the chip dip motion, though. <laughs> I did. Anyway. Uh, okay. So, Lauren broke off the relationship on October 9th, 2018. Okay. Good, Lauren. But apparently, he had stayed the night at her apartment the night before and then had borrowed her car that day to run errands. Okay. So I assume sometime during that day, she found out from her friends, and then she was like, whoa, and broke it off and okay. hadn't seen him, right? It's crazy that after a month, he's, like, borrowing her car and shit. I thought so, too. I'm not that trusting. <laughs> no. So Lauren's mom was like, hey, don't meet up with this guy to get your car back, like, by yourself. Because oh, God. that's sketchy as fuck. Oh, and God. she's, like, a smart mom, right? Yeah. She had, like, intuitions about this oh, kind of God. stuff. Oh, my God. Good thing she was, like, in touch with her mom about everything. Exactly. I guess the, her and the mom talked, like, at least once a day, sometimes multiple times a day. That's so fucking cute. Yeah. I yeah. They had a mom. really good relationship. I know. I can't. Sorry. So. <laughs> <laughs> this took a dark turn. <laughs> fucking me, too. <laughs> Hashtag me, Great too. Great response. Yeah. <laughs> to the I'm sorry comment. <laughs> So the mom contacted campus police and asked them for a security escort to help get Lauren's car back. Oh, good. Yeah. Also, would be very awkward to show up with an escort, but smart because then you're not going to get murdered. <laughs> exactly. I don't think it'd be that awkward if, like, you just broke up with a person and you're like, I'm just making sure that you don't make a scene, dude. But you have did a criminal they break history. up while he had the car? Yeah. Or was it? Oh, girl, wait till he comes <laughs> back with the car and then break up. Yeah. But maybe she was just like, what? No way, Jose. And called right then. Okay. I don't know. Maybe. Okay. I'm not entirely sure on that. Either way, she shouldn't go alone. No. But agreed. especially if you broke up with him already. <laughs> yeah. So then the mom was like, hey, I got you this campus security, right? Yeah. And then Lauren was like, nah. Oh, It's no. cool. He's just going to drop it off at my apartment and I won't even see him, right? Okay. And, and so, then he's going to hide in your apartment and kill you when you sleep. Fucking right. Okay. So then Melvin dropped off the car in the parking structure. Uh-huh. And... Apparently, everything was good. Lauren, Kosher. We're cool. Yeah. All right. Lauren calls campus security to say that he dropped the car off, but that she would need a ride to pick it up, which I didn't know that they provided that service. I didn't either. But also, could you do a quick bomb sweep? <laughs> right? Like, can you check the back seat to make sure he's not back there with a the fucking Right? Check under wire? the seats, even though he would never fit. We just need to look. Yeah. Check the trunk. I don't know. I feel like he's touching my ankles. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But... That's a fucking awesome service. That and is. so they did that. Okay. And she got to her car with no incident. So yay, police. Nice. Good job. Mm -hmm. So then on October 12th, Lauren started getting messages that she deduced. Ooh, deduced. <laughs> deduced. Uh-huh. Were from Melvin's friends. Okay. And the messages said stuff like Melvin was dead and that it was oh. Lauren's fault. Oh. Yeah. This is an interesting turn of events. Right. That I did not predict. No. She also said that the messages seemed like the person or people were trying to lure her somewhere. Oh, fuck that. Don't go. Yeah. So Lauren checked Facebook or whatever, like, social media thing uh -huh. and was like, no, looks like he's pretty fucking alive. Oh, God. But. Well, good detective work on her part. Yeah, right? Like, I'm going to check this before I take that into account. If you all hear whistling, it's <laughs> Stacey's kid in the background. <laughs> he's got a whistle. <laughs> a rape whistle. He's, he's smart. 
He's not being raped. <laughs> oh, God. Better not be. Oh, but she was like, this is harassment, right? Yeah. So oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Good for her. So she called campus security to let them know what was happening. I like how everything is campus security. I'm pretty sure they're like cops. Yeah, but I feel like at this point, it's like personal, right? Like it's not just happening on campus. I'm getting a phone call or text messages or something like, let's get the police involved. Yeah, I don't know. I probably would too, or I would want to as well. Yeah. But I don't know. And security was like, all right, do you feel threatened? Should I secure this campus? Yeah. And Lauren was like, no. I just want to let you know. Yeah. In case basically, I come up dead. So she was kind of like, no, I don't really feel threatened. But also, like, they sound like they're trying to kind of lure me somewhere. Yeah. Creepy, right? Exactly. And so security was like, all right, well, don't go anywhere that makes you uncomfortable and let us know if you keep getting messages. Okay. And so she's like, deuces. Thanks, buddy. Great. Great advice. Yeah. So on the next day, which is October 13th, she got some messages that were asking her for $1,000 in order to not post compromising pictures of her online. Extortion. Yes. So did she know that he took these pictures? I'm assuming so, okay. probably. Like, she has to, because she sent the money. Okay. So listen, again, if you're only together for a month, <laughs> yeah, don't be taking pictures. But what if they're trying to be, like, risque and, like, I don't know. I didn't take pictures after a month. Yeah, I wouldn't either. But it's a and newer if era. Gay, the era of Tinder that. and shit, where yeah. they're sending dick pics back and forth. Yeah, but what is Probably she not sending, in like, Florida pics? <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> uh. You want a picture of my roast beef sandwich? No. No one does. <laughs> no one does. Also, no one wants your dick pic, though. No, that's true. That shit is assaulting. <laughs> it's so aggressive. Yeah. Why is it so angry? <laughs> So so veiny. <laughs> so she sent money to this account. Okay. But she also contacted the campus security again and was like, yo, this is pretty fucked up, right? Oh my God, Lauren, come on. Yeah. Send the money. And so on October 19th, they opened a sexual extortion case against Melvin. Okay. He didn't go to school there though, right? No. That's what's so weird about this whole campus police thing. Yeah, like they don't both go to this school. Administration doesn't need to really be involved anymore. Yeah, why wouldn't they be like, I need to refer you to somebody else now? Yeah, pass it on to the professionals. Yeah. So on Monday, October 22nd at 10.30 a.m., Lauren got a text from someone saying they were the deputy chief and that she should come to the police station. Okay. But Lauren is smart, right? Yeah. And so she was like, nope, fuck that. The police aren't going to text me this shit. Yeah. And yeah. so she contacted them and they were like, nope, don't we leave your apartment. text you. Yeah, we're not going to text you that shit. Yeah. Don't go anywhere. Okay, good. And some of Lauren's friends, who probably didn't know the whole situation, also later came forward and said that Melvin had been waiting around for Lauren in the residence hall with them during <gasps> that time. Creepy. Yeah, obviously it was him. Yeah, right? he's like trying to get her outside of her apartment. Exactly. <gasps> How scary. What yeah. if you were like a sitting duck in your own apartment? Fucking right. Terrifying. Like, don't ever leave. Yeah, and you knew it. Yeah. Or you suspected it. That's awful. Yeah. But you, I guess you never really think it's going to be as bad as it is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think I overthink though. Yeah, I overthink for sure. <laughs> I'm like, the moment I open this door, I'm going to get hit with a baseball bat. So I'm going to be prepared by having my arm like this. <laughs> yeah, but I'm also that person that could probably convince myself, like, you're just being crazy. Yep. 
Yep. And then, like, I'm going to go to class because I have to go to class, right? Yeah, at 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> so I guess in this time frame, the 9th to the 22nd, mm-hmm. Lauren contacted campus security about Melvin six times. Holy shit. Yeah. Was she just getting escorts every time she had to go somewhere? I don't think she was getting escorts, but she's like, hey, he is fucking harassing me. And they were like, crazy, right? Tell us whoa. if he does it again. Oh my and she's God. like, hey, he did it again. And they're like, whoa, well, don't go. Don't leave your house if you feel uncomfortable. And she's like, fucking hey. all right, man. Like, but I got to go. He just made me pay him $1,000 so he didn't post nude pictures of me online. Oh, my God. And they're like, whoa, that's sexual extortion. We're going to open a case on that fucking five days later or whatever. Yeah. Refer him to police. Refer her to police. Yeah. This Re- is, like, making me mad. This goes beyond you at this yeah. point. Yeah. At okay. this point, it's, like, irresponsible on their part, I feel like. We will talk about that soon. Okay, okay. Because so does the mom. Okay, good. So apparently she felt safe later that evening and she left her apartment to go to like an evening class. No, Lauren. And she was on the phone with her mom walking to her car at about 8.20 p.m. Uh Uh-huh. Her mom said the last thing that she heard was Lauren yell, no, no, no. (gasps) And then she heard screaming. Oh. And then nothing. That's my nightmare. Yeah. You always feel like you're safe if you're on the phone with somebody at least. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. So... Lauren's mom told Lauren's dad what she had just heard, but stayed on the line with Lauren's phone in yeah. case she could hear anything else. Yes. Like, she's going to Liam Neeson the fuck out of this thing, yes. right? <laughs> yes. Get yeah. it, girl. Get yes. it. Yes. Fucking, this lady is on it. And so Lauren's dad called the police, and two minutes later, someone picked up Lauren's phone and saw that it was still on a call and told Lauren's mom that Lauren's stuff was all over the ground, but she didn't see Lauren or, like, <gasps> anybody around. So this is, like, somebody walking by. Yeah, that just saw, like, a sh- bunch of stuff and a phone, oh. and they picked up the phone and were like, whoa, there's still someone on the line. Like, this is crazy. Hello? Yeah. Yeah. And so then police arrived at the parking lot at 831, which is only 11 minutes after oh, this whole thing started. No. They searched the parking lot in Lauren's apartment, and they find Lauren's body <gasps> in the back seat of a car in the Already? parking lot. Yep. Was her body alive? I'm assuming not because you said her body and not Lauren. Generally, bodies are not conscious. Oh my gosh. Okay. So Melvin. How had, long did it take them to find her? Do you know? I don't know. I think they found her pretty immediately. <gasps> okay. Yeah. Like she was in that parking lot and they were just like, whoa, what about that car? And then they popped the trunk and she was there. Well, she was in the back seat. Oh, my God. Okay. So they just, like, kind of looked in the car and were like, holy shit, there's the girl. Yeah. (gasps) Okay. So Melvin had ambushed Lauren in the parking lot, dragged her into a car that he had driven there, and then shot her seven (gasps) times. Oh, my gosh. What the fuck? Oh, my gosh. What the fuck, right? That's really intense. Yeah. First of all. no one heard her like witness the shots no no one heard the shots the mom didn't hear the shots on the phone which <gasps> i don't a know silencer i don't know oh my i was gosh. like maybe he closed the door but <laughs> maybe like he was in there with her in which case you would go fucking deaf if you're yeah. shooting a gun in a car also they were only dating for a month that's like, like some strong ass feeling chill the fuck out yeah, dude tone it down yeah nobody is in love after a month and if you are <sighs> peace be with you on your journey because you're fucking psycho that is fucking crazy yeah in like the middle of this parking lot he was like this is how it's gonna happen yeah at 8 30 at night like that's not even dark sometimes it's so crazy to me that like i realize that it only takes a split second to lose your life but that it happens so fast you know usually it's like days later then you find the body and then you have to figure out how long it had been there but 
No, it minutes. was like minutes. Like they knew minutes. Oh my gosh, I cannot even imagine that mom. Yeah. Or the Fucking father. Fucking awful. Yeah. That mom, I can only imagine she hears her poor daughter screaming every single day in her head. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, that's fucking terrifying. Thanks. Yes. But apparently, like, she had been talking to her mom, and she was really happy, and she just, like, passed exams and stuff. Like, she was in a really good mood. Oh, no. And they were just, like, trying to hang up, like, trying to say bye. Yeah. And then that, that happened. happened. Yeah. She probably had just gone to her car. Right. And he was, like, waiting there for her. Well, her body was found in a car that he had driven there. Yeah, but do you think that she was going to the parking lot to get to her car? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So he was, like, waiting there. He saw her car and was like, she's going to come back to this. Yeah, and he probably parked near it. Yep. Fucking crazy person. Dick. So after the shooting, Melvin called a woman that he had met on a dating site and asked her to pick him up. Because he had a fucking dead body in his car. Yeah, he can't can't drive drive this anywhere. (laughs) Yeah. And so she was like, totes got you oh no lady yeah and they went to dinner and then they went back to the lady's house where melvin took a shower oh my gosh the woman dropped melvin off at a coffee shop in downtown what the fuck a bit later this lady saw news reports about the shooting and they had melvin's picture up (gasps) because they were like maybe she got killed by this guy who's been fucking harassing her for a month right oh my gosh so they had his picture up, and they were currently searching for him. And so she was like, oh, fuck. I just dropped him off at this coffee shop. Yeah. So she called the police. She appears to have been an innocent in all of this. Yeah. And as soon as she recognized Melvin's picture, she called the police. So she ended up not getting charged with anything. Yeah. Like accomplice charges or she anything like that. She didn't know she was helping. Yeah. But fucking whoa. Can you imagine? You'd be like shaking terribly. Like, yeah. Holy shit, what? Imagine you just got back from dinner and you're like, that was a nice date. I met oh. this guy on a dating site. And the whole time he had a gun on him that he murdered somebody with. Yeah. Well, I guess I don't know that he had the gun on him. But well, still. He, he took a shower in her in her house or her apartment or whatever. That's also a little weird to do if you just started going on a date with this guy. <laughs> Which made me question. They went to dinner before they went back to the apartment. So, like, Why did he, he have showering? blood on him? Maybe he, they boned or they were going to bone or something. So they're like, let's shower. Maybe. But it didn't say that they showered together. Maybe she just didn't want to say that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So back to Melvin. Okay. They obviously knew that he had done it because of the amount of times that Lauren contacted the police about him. Yeah, we have our suspect number one. Yeah. But also, security cameras showed him in that parking lot around that time. Creeping. Yep. And a little after midnight, police saw Melvin, like they found him, and mm-hmm. they chased him on foot, and he ran into a church and shot himself. <gasps> this bastard. Yep. He died. He Son of himself. a bitch. Yep. Oh, I hate him. Yep. Side note, apparently a friend of Melvin's loaned him the gun, but the friend was told by Melvin that he wanted to teach his girlfriend how to shoot, so he wasn't thinking <gasps> like anything nefarious was going to happen with it. Oh my gosh. How First of all, you feel awful that you're yeah. the friend that did that. Also, how creepy to know that he said he wanted to show his girlfriend how to shoot with it. Yeah. And he ended up shooting her with it. Yeah. Third of all, answers my question, he did have the gun on him on the date. Yeah, he totally did. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Creepy. So scary. What a fucking weirdo. And this dude's almost 40. Yeah. Like, for a 21-year-old girl. Leave like, her alone. First of all, generational gap. Like, I know that some people have big gaps in their relationships and stuff. But, yeah. like, 21 to 37, there's too much, like, life difference. Oh, and that's when you experience so much life. <laughs> exactly. Like, he that's too much. And, of course, he's going to try and be controlling. He's trying to yeah. get someone young that he can manipulate. Yeah. Because that's what this guy does. 
That's exactly. what he's into. So the gun loner guy isn't going to get any charges either because he apparently was, like, fucking distraught over yeah. giving this guy a gun. Oh my gosh. People don't loan your fucking weapons out. Yeah. So you've kind of already touched on this a bit, uh-huh. but campus security here. Yeah, yeah. They could have handled this a little bit better, uh, right? Maybe a little more seriously. Yeah. Or, like, differently, if yeah. not better. Yes. So some people obviously are pretty upset that the campus security didn't contact adult probation and parole after getting contacted multiple times about melvin and learning that he was a sex offender that's a good idea because he has previous offenses yeah he's gonna be at least on probation or parole contact their officer and be like fucking check in on your boy yeah your boy's being fucking weird out there yeah He's doing some sketchy shit. Yeah. And it's a fucking history of sexual abuse. He's sexually extorting this lady. Like, this is a pattern. Fucking lock this guy up. Oh, my God. That's so sad. I'd be so mad if I were the mom. Yes. This mom. This poor mom. Yes. I mean, poor everybody in this family, but yeah this mom like knew Knew. and called it and everything and i feel awful for her so then campus security came back and said that at the time they didn't feel that they had enough evidence to contact the probation and parole and that they had been currently investigating to get more evidence what come on it's not your job to get evidence right yeah but then they would have contacted them no like that would have been the next step it's not your job to gather evidence for the police that's the police jobs you just need to be like yo this is a problem yeah i think it warrants your attention yeah they're just trying to cover their own ass we've gotten multiple fucking complaints complaints about this that's enough evidence yeah exactly Ugh, get out of here at least the least you can do in this scenario is be like whoa my bad you're right drop the ball yeah that clear yeah we learned a lesson not gonna do that shit again yeah which the campus did come out and they're like well we're gonna try and better our security and blah 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 but like they're not taking any kind of responsibility no of course not yeah Yeah. stupid which the family is pretty upset about i would be also yeah they also mentioned that since melvin was only threatening lauren financially and reputationally that they didn't believe there was an intent to physically harm her. Oh, I'm sorry. He has a fucking history of this shit. I mean, and also, it does like are you going to wait till she gets physically harmed to do something? Like exactly. what the fuck? And is that really your call to make? No. Why don't not you at just all. call the police and you're like, "Hey, maybe you should get this fucking guy on record, right?" Yeah, he's doing some weird shit. For doing the thing that he's on probation or parole for. Yeah. He's sexually extorting someone. That's probably a violation of your parole yeah. as a sexual fucking predator. Yeah, exactly. Like, don't be stupid. <laughs> also, during the previous contact with campus security, when asked if she felt threatened, by melvin lauren had said no so the campus was like oh she said that she didn't feel like physically threatened by him we didn't think it would go this far yeah but do you have to feel threatened in order to do something for you like as the campus police do you have to have somebody feel threatened before you're like i think the police should get involved like that shouldn't be somebody else's call that should be your call like i don't want this shit happening on my campus yeah like and i'm not equipped to handle this so here's the police Exactly. Come like fix this problem. I don't have the steady hands to handle this kind of procedure. And also, yeah. in the off chance that someone does get shot seven times in the back of a car. Yeah. On, your on campus, my parking lot. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe just contact police and be like, you know what? It I did my job. Fault. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I did the part that I'm supposed to do. Yes. I checked my boxes. Exactly. 
So all the campus sports teams had stickers and patches made to remember Lauren, and they wore them during the games and the meets. Aww. And there was also a memorial fund created for Lauren, and the family requested that it be used for future scholarships for student-athletes in track Aww, and field. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. In recent news, uh-huh. which this whole thing is pretty recent, but yeah. I mean like last month recent, uh-huh. Lauren's family is suing the University of Utah for $56 million in damages. Good. And they're saying that officials refuse to take responsibility for missing chances to prevent her death despite multiple reports to police. Well, campus security. Yeah. And the lawsuit also alleges that the campus police refused to respond to the reports based on the assumption that Lauren like most women uh-huh. was unreasonable hysterical hypersensitive <gasps> paranoid overreacting to what? the situation that's what they're saying and not being truthful hold the fucking phone right stop it like most women stop i it. feel personally attacked i feel assaulted right now yeah that's <laughs> first like fuck you i don't know how could they say that well that was a quote from the lawsuit. The lawsuit is alleging that the campus refused to respond to these reports. Okay, because of those reasons. Based on these assumptions yeah. that Lauren was like most women, whatever. So <sighs> I don't know who actually wrote oh that. Oh my God. Okay. I was like, no fucking way. They're but I don't really care who wrote it. Handed to them. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're trying to, if, if like Lauren's family or lawyers or whatever are stating this, then they're trying to already push their case to look like, you know, look, they did this because this is how they feel about women right yeah like do you get what i'm trying to say yeah that's kind of what it seems like but it's so like hurts me on the inside like offensive yeah Yeah. like what do you mean like most women overreacting motherfuckers she was trying to walk to her car at night and not get assaulted yeah that's not overreacting no that's just trying to be a human being exactly existing in this world i'm sorry for existing in this world and you're gonna fucking murder me (laughs) Yeah, but from, like, the way I think of it, I totally agree with everything you're saying. Yeah. But the way I think of it is, like, okay, their lawyer is putting this out there in a way to shape your opinion of the police. Yeah, which but not did, that the actual obviously, poli- yeah. I'm upset about it. Yeah, <laughs> but not that the actual police feel that way. Yeah. But and they could if that's where it came from. Yeah, I, it didn't say, it said it was the lawsuit alleged that, so I don't know if... That's fucked up. I cannot it. believe, I mean, uh, other things have shocked me more in life, but if the fucking campus police came out and said that shit... Yeah. Their ass is about to get fucking handed to them. Oh, my God. I would rage. I would wow. rage. Yeah. That's, I'm already like, are you fucking kidding me? is some shit. Yeah. And I'm not even like a feminist, like, yeah. oh, power to women type thing. Like, it's obviously, like, I want all of that stuff, but yeah. I'm not that person that goes off spouting it. But then when you say, like, most women. Oh, yeah. Overreact. Yeah. yeah. Overreact or are paranoid. You. Like, you yeah. have no fucking idea what well, women are feeling. she was right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She got fucking shot seven times oh my god she wasn't reacting enough yeah she was underreacting. Under-reacting. <laughs> yeah. yeah but goddamn, right holy shit that's really intense yeah i can't fucking believe he went like on a date after he killed someone <gasps> i want to know what that lady thinks i want to talk to that lady she fucking dodged seven bullets right there <laughs> bad joke <laughs> seriously Literally, though she did yeah like what if they had a what a quote unquote story. good relationship and then dated for a while and then she was like you know what not feeling it dude do you think she gets drunk and she's like guess what or like when you have to do like two truths and a lie (laughs) oh my god seriously (laughs) or two lies and a truth whatever it is or the i had a murderer shower in my house (laughs) 
<laughs> right after murdering someone. Oh my god. Or the first day of class. Yeah. Everybody say something interesting that we might not know about you. Well, icebreaker. Yeah. Uh, uh, hi, my name is Stacy, and <laughs> I went on a first date with a guy who fucking murdered a person right before it. I almost got murdered. <laughs> yeah, that would stop the class. I would talk about that for the rest of the class. Yeah, I'd be like, I'm taking questions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would consider that my therapy. <laughs> Holy fucking shit. That lady has God to be in it. Damn. Yeah. That's fucking some crazy insane. stuff. Right? Well, that's some excellent cases again. Yeah. Always keeping us on our toes. Yeah. So if you're still with us, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> they are. <laughs> because we have a goddamn. <gasps> we do. Well, let's just do, because we actually have a handful that we have on cue now. You guys are coming through. I love it. Yes. Let's do the story ones, because we've been getting some emailed to us, too. And it's not that people are saying goddamn. They're telling us their fucking story. That is a goddamn shit show. That's true. One of them made me, like, fucking spit my drink out. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> I think that's the one we're going to do today. <laughs> and it is from our listener, Angela. Yep. Who told this story so vividly <laughs> that it felt like Aaron and I were there when we read it. But basically, she said that she was in a church listening to our podcast, which, first of all, fucking excellent place to do that solid decision <laughs> a goddamn christmas miracle you didn't burst into flames right then and there right but supposedly she was sitting in there listening to i don't know why i said it like that. yeah like, like allegedly her. yeah allegedly, according to angela <laughs> angela was listening to our show <laughs> in a church sure <laughs> no but she was sitting there waiting for her child to get out of service and was listening to our show and Aaron said she was listening to the episode about that lady that Mary Reeser who spontaneously oh, yeah. combusted and evidently Aaron had said like <laughs> so that bitch just got taken up by Jesus or something like that and I was it, sure of it at the time I said that shit with conviction <laughs> you did you did it's one of my favorite things about you is when you say something offensive you always say it with conviction <laughs> you don't hold back no <laughs> Uh, it's what, like, adds to the shock value. <laughs> I knew that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and so right at that moment, Angela looks up and sees, like, fucking white Jesus nailed to a cross. <laughs> and then her headphones come flying out of her ears because her phone fell out of her lap or whatever. Oh, my Is God. Is that not the most annoying thing in the world, though? That's the most painful thing in the world. You get like, ripped out. Shockingly painful. It's, like, second to stubbing your toe. <laughs> yeah. And so her earphones get fucking ripped out of her face and it was like jesus himself was telling her <laughs> to stop it turn that shit off <laughs> oh my uh, god that shit was great oh yeah there was more to the story like she lost service and shit like that yeah i read this like a week ago <laughs> yeah but basically i don't think our podcast is allowed in church no no but i think jesus approves ah uh, you know <laughs> i don't really know him so <laughs> oh man so, Angela, thank you for sending us your goddamn. Yep. <laughs> we literally, that is one that authentically we were, like, dying yep. laughing. That one made me, like, snort shit out my nose. You need to write children's books. <laughs> <laughs> shit is great. Maybe just regular books. I'll read your regular book. I'll read them all. I'm I just mean, really into children's books right now because my, you know, that's all I fucking have time for. That's true. Anyway. Oh, you poor soul. I know. In recent news, we've started a Facebook group. Yes. Everybody go join the group. Yep. We have some amazing listeners who are the moderators. What's up, Jackie and Amy? Hi. Thank you so much for taking on that fucking responsibility. Yeah, you guys are fucking amazing. And it's so fun because everybody's participating in the Facebook group. Yeah. We had a handful of people that were like, yo, make a Facebook group. And we were like, 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't think anyone actually wants to hear what I have to say. And then I realized that a lot of people listen because they actually want to hear what we have to Isn't say. Isn't it so exciting? <laughs> yeah. Well, and I, as Aaron, am trying to get more into the social media side of things. So I might actually be talking to you people now. Yeah. She started chiming in and I was like, oh, holy fucking shit. It's Aaron herself <laughs> appearing. Everybody <laughs> yeah. check it out. Yeah. She's doing the social media thing. I know. I'm trying. Listen, I'm learning. Yeah. It's hard, right? It's real hard. As somebody who like grew up in the era of like social media entering our life at an age that we should know how to do this shit. Yeah. It's surprisingly shocking how little I know. <laughs> well, it's because I always had the mindset of like with Facebook, I would never post anything because I'm no, like, no, you just creep on your friends. Yeah, I creep on everybody because I'm like, nobody cares what I had for fucking breakfast. No, like no, no, literally, no I use cares. it for pictures of my kids so that my family can be like, oh, he's still alive. That's exactly what I use it for. <laughs> or when we're drunk and we take pictures together. Which, exactly. By the way, we have to apologize to the, our listeners because normally we would have every weekend a drunken picture of you and I together that's fair but the whole time we've been doing this podcast yeah. we've been pregnant or something because we started it at the end of September and I got pregnant in October yeah so we haven't had the opportunity so we don't have our stupid selfie faces no all together. done up at a fucking country concert <laughs> yeah with booze in our hands yeah so that'll so, happen you know like next year yeah in like six months yeah in the meantime we're gonna try to like start taking pictures together it's just really hard when you're sober yeah we're very awkward yeah <laughs> if you haven't caught on yet yeah <laughs> anyway so this kind of got off topic but go join the facebook group yep it's called the goddamn pod group yeah the goddamn pod group you can find it on our facebook page yep and ask to join we're super selective <laughs> we will add everyone <laughs> <laughs> it's very exclusive yep also i have to thank fucking jackie she made me the most beautiful baby <gasps> blanket. It's true. Holy shit. Girl, you need to open an Etsy shop. Hell yeah, you do. You crushing that shit. I saw that handmade ribbon. Yeah. <laughs> and the presentation. Oh my God, it was so pretty. Beautiful. It's such a pretty blanket. You're amazing. Thank yeah. you. My baby loves it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you gonna snuggle up with it? <laughs> yes. Sorry for talking like that. <laughs> Just got a glimpse into my life. <laughs> How you talk to y'all babies. Right. I know, they're so fucking adorable. But I wrap my baby up in that shit. Even though it's a 1,000 degrees, we got the AC blasting. Yep, so nice and cold in here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, as we're sweating to death in his room. Yeah, well, listen, the AC doesn't on in here. No, so. it doesn't blow in here. It's miserable. All right, well, hey, everyone. Go to our website, isgdpodcast.com, and you can see pictures pertaining to our cases and links to our Threadless shop so that you can get some fucking merchandise. And also links to our Patreon, because like we've mentioned before, evidently you can't just like Google that shit because we are not suitable for work. Because we are taking the Lord's name in vain in our title. <laughs> yes, and people find that offensive. And evidently corporations are not willing to not mark us explicit because of that. Yep. <laughs> and so you cannot just search it in the Patreon app or whatever the fuck you use to listen to Patreon. So go to our website and click mm -hmm. on the link and it will take you there. <laughs> also, email us your case suggestions or your goddams or if you just want to say, what's up, baby? Mm -hmm. At isgdpodcast at gmail.com. Yep. We are also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram and also our brand new Facebook group. Yep. So you can send us messages at isgdpodcast. Yep. You can snail mail us at P.O. Box 2764, Spring Valley, California, 91979. Everybody, make sure you go on and subscribe, rate, and review on whatever fucking app you use to listen to us on. And if you can't, because you have an app that doesn't do that, then just give us a quick shout out on social media. Send us an email to show us your love. Whatever it is, that shit keeps us going. Yep. And we love it. 
Tell a friend. Tell your friend's friend. Yep. Keep it going. Push it down people's throats. <laughs> you will like this. Yeah. Oh, also, I wanted to give a quick shout out to our friend Brandy, who is also a fellow <gasps> listener. That's right. She started her own podcast. Hell yeah, she you did. You people, if you want to go out there and start a podcast, we support you 1,000 fucking percent. Absolutely. We got your back. Yes, we do. Text us, email us, whatever the fuck it is you can do to us, and we will give you as much detail as you can. Not that we know exactly what the fuck we're doing. Oh, no. we're just, like, winging it. We are totally winging it. Exactly. <laughs> but Brandy's podcast is That Dead Body Show, and she is officially on all platforms, so you guys need to go check it out. Woohoo! I listened to the first episode, and it was amazing, and the second one just came out, so I'm going to have to listen to it. I'm going to listen to it on my way home. I'm jelly. <laughs> I'm never in my car now, so it's hard to listen to podcasts. Oh, right. <laughs> But anyway, so go listen to her show. Go subscribe. Support her. A fellow ISGD listener. All right. I think that's it. All right, peeps. We love you. Be fucking nice to each other. Yeah, you better be. Don't kill anyone. Don't do that. Bye. Bye. (laughs)